Hi guys and welcome back to the All Sports Focus podcast. We are back here with our pre-week 18 podcast and it's the Barlow Bros running it up today. It's just me and Ryan. Ryan, say what's up. What's up? Yeah, we're going to just do a little playoff uh, predictor here. Um, picking each game, seeing what's the playoff is going to be by what we think is going to happen. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about another topic or two and then get this one out to you guys. It's been a little tough to get one podcast out. Uh, my Brady's been out of town up north. We've been trying to get some podcasts up. Brady's been editing them. So once we get this one, will be posted tonight, if not tonight, tomorrow morning. And then we will be recording on Friday. And then hopefully we'll have the Friday one posted as well as the Steam Room one from last week posted. Yeah, it should so, be pretty rapid fire here. Yeah, so... All right, um, we're going to jump right in here. Hopefully you all can see my screen when we're doing this. But uh, we're going to jump in. It keeps stops glitching. Okay, we're going to jump in here. Starting off with the 430 game on Saturday, the Pittsburgh Steelers playing the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is not playing in this game. I'm going to have to pick the Steelers. Yeah, I think the Steelers win. All right. Moving on here to the Colts and the Texans. Win, win, and you're in. And right now, just route playing. Yes, he is. That Colts defense has been firing, but I I personally think it's going to be D'Amico Ryan's and C.J. Stroud winning this game. Yeah, I I like the the Texans to get back to the way they were playing earlier in the season. I think they get the win over Gardner Minshew. Mm -hmm. So as you can see right now in this spot. They are technically the AFC South champions. Yes, the Jags haven't played their game yet. We will get to that. All right, moving on. The Bucks and the Panthers. I'm pretty sure we can pick the Bucks here, right, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the Bucks, I believe, should clinch the AFC South with that win. I believe that's how the tiebreaker goes. I'm not for sure on that, but... Um, moving on, Joe so. Flacco is not playing for the Browns because Cleveland is eliminated. Um, I mean, no, clinched. What? You say Cleveland is eliminated. Oh, sorry. Cleveland is clinched. Cincinnati is eliminated. Sorry. Mixed the two up. But I still think Cleveland's going to win this game. The Jake Browning magic is over. Cleveland Browns. And I let's let's see. Let's see if we. Even if they lose this, they will not move down. Well, they could move down to the sixth seed, but we'll say they win this and they stay at the five seed. All right, moving on. Big game for the Vikings playing the Lions, but Lions will be playing all their starters trying to get that two seed. Um, I think the Lions got this one. Should have beat the should have beat the Cowboys. Yeah, they should have beat the Cowboys. I think they get the win here. The Vikings yeah. haven't been playing super well. Nope, Nick Mullins is back at quarterback for the Vikings. That's just an absolute shit show at quarterback. So, sucks Kirk Cousins got hurt, but that's just yeah. the reality of it. All right, moving on. Jets and Patriots, a meaningless game. I'm picking the Patriots just because I want Brady to have to buy a Mac Jones jersey. That's the only reason. Go Patriots. Yep, Bailey go Patriots. Zappy. This is a big game here. Saints and Falcons, both teams are technically still alive in the playoff race due to the AFC South just being terrible. NFC. Did I say AFC? Jesus. 
lock in. Let's go. The NFC South just being terrible. Um, but I, I after the way the Saints played against the Bucks and the Falcons played against the Bears, complete opposite games. I'm gonna pick the Saints here. Yeah, I like the way Derek Carr has been playing. I think the Saints have started to peak here at the right time, and I like New Orleans to win this one. Mm-hmm. So they would move up to nine and eight, but with the Bucks winning, the Bucks clinched the NFC South. So that's all the Bucks got to do. They get they beat the Panthers. They're in the playoffs. So let's let's just run through a quick thing. Let's say let's say the Panthers somehow pull off the upset, and wow. the Saints and the Saints win. The Bucks are completely out. But let's say Atlanta wins. Atlanta would jump in and win the AFC South. Wow. Oh, Did my not... gosh. So this is all banking on. if The Falcons and the Saints, not the Saints partly, but the Falcons are really rooting for that Panthers upset. Because as you can see, the Panthers pull off that upset. It opens the door. And then that, that Saints-Falcons game, winner, winner wins the AFC, NFC South. I said it again. Wins the NFC South, but we all we if the Bucks take care of business, they should be able to win that game pretty easily. All right, this is a huge game, my boy Will Levis. As I'm showing off the New Jersey Houston Oilers here, um, Jags Titans, man, this is a big game because it's is Will playing? Will Levis is pl- he got hurt last week? I don't know. I don't no, know. he didn't play last week, did he? No, yeah, he did, but then he, uh, I think he re-aggravated his ankle. I don't know if he's playing though. Let's let's look up Will Lavis, Will Lavis, Will Lavis status for Week 18. Will Lavis status uncertain for Week 18. Titans will go Tannehill at quarterback if Titans. Will Lavis did not practice today at, on Wednesday. But he said he does want to play. Yeah. Well, screw it. I'm a Will Levis guy, Kentucky guy. So I'm going to go as the fact that Will Levis will be playing. We're just going to go with that. We're going to say Will Levis is going to play. He's a tough kid, so we're going to go with that. Ryan, I'm picking the upset here, man. I'm, I, think I like the, Titans, the upset. I don't think the Jags have been playing super well. They have not been playing well at all. And right there, that's what the Texans need is that win to win the AFC South. But let's say the Jags do win it. Houston would still be in at the seventh spot, but uh, Jacksonville would actually win the AFC South. Jacksonville wins, and they win the division. They lose, and they are basically out uh, based on some other games. We'll get to those. We're going to stick with the Titans right now, though. That's a huge game, that Titans-Jags game. All right, Cardinals-Seahawks. Man, you'd think before last weekend, I mean, this would be a no-doubt pick in Seattle, but, I mean, the Cardinals went into Philly and just upset the Eagles. And it was like, I mean, it, they looked good. It wasn't like the Eagles played super bad. No, I mean, I I really think Kyler Murray kind of solidified himself as the quarterback for the Cardinals going forward. They're going to use that draft pick, that top seven, top whatever it is draft pick to uh build around him but i mean personally i the seahawks played well last week they lost to the steelers but i still got to stick with seattle here i think it's it's one thing to say arizona's playing well but it's another thing to take them in a big upset win like this mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go seattle 
And with that win, Seattle would bump New Orleans out of the playoffs. So, New Orleans are New Orleans Saints fans are huge Cardinals and Panthers fans this weekend. Showing a lot. This is a big game. The Bears did unfortunately get eliminated for this because the Saints beat the Bucks last week, which is a tough for the Bears because they've been playing well. Green Bay's kind of turned over. They've turned over a new leaf. They lost um to the Giants and I can't remember who they, the Bucks afterwards. They lost those two okay. in a row, but they bounced back. Barely beat the Panthers, but then who they just play this last weekend? They had a nice game. Was it the Vikings? I think it yeah. was the Vikings. Yeah, was Sunday Vikings. night football. Sunday night football. They had a really good game. And, man, I'm not afraid to pick the Bears. I like the Packers. I like But I like love. the Packers. So, right there, there you go. The Packers would be that seven seed. They win and they're in is basically what it's saying. They win and they're in. Um, which the Rams already clinched by beating the Giants last week. So it's really the only two spots left in this NFC are that seven spot and that AFC South, the four seed. NFC. Not, gosh, I said it again. The NFC. So that there's not much room left to, to maneuver there on that side. So. Pointless game again. Chiefs are locked into the three. Chargers are eliminated. Mahomes ain't playing. I'm still just going to pick Kansas City just because nothing really. Los Angeles really... Chargers, Easton Stick. Oh, my gosh. I'm not even going to pick that. Um, another pointless. Humor me. What happens if they – because they already clinched the West, didn't they? So it doesn't yeah. matter. They already, they're the three seed no matter what, even if they lose. So lose, win or lose, they're the three seed. I believe the Raiders are still in the playoff race. I technically, I could be, I could be incorrect, but I mean, I'm gonna pick them to beat the Broncos. Personally, I don't think they, I don't think the Broncos are anything without with Russell Wilson isn't playing. So Jarrett Stidham, I'm gonna pick the Raiders. I like the Raiders. Ain't no Connell. I hope they give their interim coach the. Like, just making the full-time. Mm-hmm. Once again, more reports about Harbaugh and the Raiders. So, what's new? More NF- more Another NFL offseason, more Harbaugh coaching rumors. So I like him to the Chargers. Yeah. All right. Philly and the Giants. You know, as a Giants fan, they played them well on Christmas. They only lost by a touchdown. They, they had a chance to tie it in the end zone. There should have been a P.I. call. That was a whole crapshoot, terrible ref game, but we're not going to get into that. Um, Giants or Eagles, man. I mean, Giants played them well. Eagles coming off. I wouldn't say they didn't play very well against the Giants. They didn't play well at all against the Cardinals. I mean, they played decent against the Cardinals, but, I mean, I'm still going to pick the Eagles just because I think the Giants want to lose. <laughs> so Yeah, I think it benefits the Giants more to lose this game than it does to win because it's not going to knock Philly out. It's not going to get yeah. New York into the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. five and twelve year, we get an automatic top five pick if we lose. So I'm not mad at all about that. Wait, does it move Philly into the two seed if they win? Yes, technically because uh, Dallas hasn't played yet. They're right over here. Oh, uh, so Philly wins. They're twelve and five. If Dallas wins, they win the division. So, um, another technically a pointless game. 
Oh, shoot. Never mind. Maybe not. So the Rams need to win. Matt, Matt Stafford isn't playing. Brock Purdy isn't playing. Um, Matt Stafford isn't playing? Mm-mm. They're going with Carson Wentz. Um, Are they in? It's just whether they're the six or the seven. Yeah, they're in. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter to them if they're six or seven. So, I mean, personally, I don't. I mean, the 49ers, Carson um, McCaffrey. I mean, Carson, Christian McCaffrey isn't playing. I like the Rams in this one, honestly. Who is the 49ers backup quarterback? Sam Darnold. Ah. Yeah, I like the Rams. Yeah. All right, moving on. Cowboys and Commanders. Cowboys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cowboys. Rivera's last game as the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Yep, for sure. They will move to, I believe, 4-13. and 13? Yeah, 4-13. and 13. So, Ouch. pretty terrible year for the Commanders. Sam Howell will hey, not be the court. last. I know, 5-12. and 12. Uh, The Commanders, I mean, Sam Howell will not be the Commanders quarterback next year. Just, that's, the fact you got benched for Jacoby Bursett basically all but solidifies that's going to happen. So, yeah. Biggest game of the week here. Buffalo and Miami, Ryan, your Bills. If you would have told me after that one podcast where we were we were babbling about what the hell is going on in Buffalo. Like, what's going on? And here they are, week 18, with a chance to win the AFC East here with a win. Winner gets the winner gets the division. And it's going to be a dogfight because the, the Dolphins are going to be hungry. They just got blown out by the Ravens. Buffalo's also hungry because they could either, A, win the division, make the playoffs, get the two seed, or that they could either, B, lose and still make it in or lose and not even get in the playoffs entirely. So this isn't like both teams are, oh, you know, we're in the playoffs. Like this doesn't matter. No, this is bills are the bills are still fighting for their life here. I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a hell of a game. What do you think here? I mean, obviously I know what team you're going to pick, but. Well, so here's my reasoning. I think Bradley Chubb's injury is going to have a huge impact on this game. Mm-hmm. Because you look at the way that Buffalo has played the past couple of weeks, they've struggled when teams have brought effective pass pressure against Josh Allen. The Patriots brought a ton of pass pressure. He was like 0 for 8 against pressure in the first half of the Patriots game. And so you look at that now with... Uh, Phillips tearing his Achilles earlier in the season for Miami's defensive line. And now also losing Bradley Chubb, your other main defensive end. Both sides. Both sides. So now the Dolphins really don't have a lot of pressure to bring. Their linebacking core isn't great. Ramsey's hurt. Um, He may play. Um, Howard's hurt. He's playing. He's playing. So... You know, even though some of the Ramsey is playing, Xavier Howard is not playing. So Howard's not playing. So that's a secondary guy. Plus, pass rush is down, and Ramsey's still dealing with some injury stuff. Like, yeah, he's playing, but he's not 100%. So I just I think that Buffalo, like, it's not the advantage that Miami had last year, where you're playing in August and it's 100. 
35 million degrees on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Like it's now January in Miami. So if anything, it's pretty good weather for football. And with no pass rush to get after Josh Allen, I think that the Bills get the win here. Yeah, I, I mean, it's right now, based on how the teams are playing, I believe Waddle, uh, Jalen Waddle, should be back, which is big for their offensive side of the ball. Well, what I heard last night was that he wasn't, so. Oh, shoot. Maybe he won't be then. Who knows? I mean, you still got Tyree Kill. That's still enough to deal with for one team, so. I mean, I've always been a big Waddle and Raheem Mostert don't practice for the Dolphins today. I could very well see them already being clinched. They won't be mad with not playing them, those guys. It's very possible. Like, okay, do we, like, should we just, you know, coast this one out? You know, West, rest them for the playoffs. Hopefully they get healthy. You never know. But well, uh, I, I think the other part that we haven't necessarily talked about is I think McDaniel will be more hesitant to rush guys back for this game simply because of what happened with Bradley Chubb and how much flack he's been catching for having his starters in there late in that game. Mm-hmm. I think he may end up taking a more cautious approach um, to his main guys and not have – because Miami's in regardless. So I think Yeah, they're that, already clinched. I think that they he may lean towards being a little more cautious there. All right. So we're going to pick and say they would switch spots there. The Bills would – be in the two seed and they would be hosting the Steelers and Miami would be the six seed going to Kansas City for a rematch of that Germany game. But here we go. We're gonna just check it. We're gonna say let's say Miami wins. The Bills would still be in the playoffs as that seven seed. Okay. This is where we get into the scenarios where things kind of get crazy. What just happened? Looks like it just reset. Oh, my goodness. Let's just pick all of our winners again. We said Saints. We said Titans. We said Seattle, Green Bay, Kansas City, Raiders, Eagles. All right, so we're going as the fact that Miami won. So right there, you see it. If Miami wins this game and everything goes as we're saying, those two teams would turn around right back and play each other in the wild card round. But this is a big game right here. This Tennessee and this Jaguars game. Let's say the upset doesn't happen and the Jags win this one. That is when the Buffalo Bills would fall out of the playoffs. Because the Jags. It's a travesty that the Steelers are in because they're so bad. I know. That that defense has carried them. I would be so happy if Buffalo wins and hosts Pittsburgh. Because that will be an absolute slaughter fest in the middle of January in Buffalo. So let's stick with let's stick with Tennessee winning. All right, but we're gonna switch. Let's say the Steelers, the Ravens can't pull off that upset. The Jags would still get in, even though they lost. Which it's really cool that they put these two Saturday games are big playoff implications. I mean, it's Pittsburgh and Baltimore, and it's Tennessee and Indianapolis. The Ravens don't really have anything to play for, but it's their rival. Like they're still going to try and win the game. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to try and lose. We're going to stick with Pittsburgh winning and that's it's really we're going to so be those two here, games. Yeah, we're going to be sitting here all day 
not all day, but Saturday and then all day Sunday, looking at all coming down this Sunday night football game as Ryan is a Bills fan. All right. Did the Titans win? If they did, like you're a Titans fan this weekend, Ryan, because that's obviously going to help you guys out hugely. And I re- it doesn't really matter if it's the Titans, I mean, the Texans or the Colts who wins this game. That part doesn't really matter. Because um, I really don't think there's any way the team that loses gets in. I don't think so. I don't think there is. So, I mean, it's one of those things, man, where this is just, it's an absolute, I, saw, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show earlier, and it's like, the NFL, like the joke, the script writers, whatever, like they couldn't have drawn this thing up better. All coming down to week 18, there's about 500 different cases of how this playoff could line up. Like I remember last year where it's like the Giants were playing the Eagles and we had freaking we had a guy who's like the quarterbacks coach for like a college team now or something like that who was starting for it. Da- Davis Webb or David Webb. Yep. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Since when is he on our team? And, like, he was starting for the Giants week 18 because it's like they already clinched. They were already the sixth seed. They couldn't move. And it's like looking back where the Rams kind of are in that same scenario in the NFC. But then, like, the AFC last year, this was, like, completely opposite. It was all locked up. The Bills had the AFC East. The Bengals had the North. The Chiefs had the West. They had the one seed after the whole unfortunate DeMar Hamlin game. Like, after that whole thing, the Chiefs already had the one seed. Like, nobody was really playing for anything besides the, like, last seed in both conferences. Like, the seven seed. Like, that's just going to happen. But, like, where you look at both sides where it's now in the NFC, it's the four, the four seed, the A- NFC South, and the seven seed are up for grabs. And then the AFC it's the AFC East. It's the five. The five seed is technically up in the air if the Browns lose, but then the six the four seed, seed and the seven is too. The, the four seed too. Yes, with the AFC South, and then like let's just let's just pick. Let's say the Bengals. Let's say the Bengals miraculously win this game. Okay, nothing. Wow, I really hyped that up for nothing. Um, but let's let's say that happens and Buffalo wins. Okay, still nothing happens. Wow. Okay. Woo. Kind of ruined my mojo there. Um, but then it's like you got this whole thing like, holy crap. This is wide open. So we're going to run through right here. And then we'll talk about these ones so I can finally close this freaking tab. Right now, our picks in the AFC going one through seven. The Baltimore Ravens, who have already clinched the one seed, will host the whole AFC playoffs if they were to win. The two versus seven game will be the Buffalo Bills hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. The three versus six seed will be the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Miami Dolphins. And the four versus five will be a rematch of that amazing week 16 game of Cleveland. I mean, of the Houston Texans hosting the Cleveland Browns. Moving on to the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers already have that side locked up with the win over the commanders this last week. And then the two verse seven, the Dallas Cowboys will host the Green Bay Packers. And for you NFL fans, that 2016 Des Bryant game. Woo, baby. If you haven't seen the TikToks of like the war guy, like staring at the camera, like, like this game's back with the sad music playing. Cowboys fans are dreading this matchup. They don't want this. 
They do not want this. And if I'm like, if I'm Dallas, like not necessarily from the Packers skill wise, just from like how funny it is. I wouldn't be happy about this. Like you're obviously going to win. Like you should win, but like, it's just hilarious. It is Um, Dallas though. Yeah. Three versus six personally will be, if not the game, probably the second game of the wild card weekend. Matthew Stafford in the Los Angeles Rams returning to Detroit to host the NFC North champion and 30 years, the Detroit Lions. Wow. What a cool story that would be. I mean, Matt Stafford's first game back in Detroit and it's Detroit's first home playoff game in like 30 years. Am I right about that? I 31 think so. years, I believe. I mean, holy, like you couldn't write that script any better. And then the four versus five seed, it would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the NFC South champions hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, Ryan, we're going to talk about these games real quick. Let me get out of here. If my computer will allow me. And stop recording my... Oh, oh, oh. Not stop recording the podcast. There we go. Stop sharing my screen. All right. We're back here. Um, This is a thing, man. Because it's like... I'm going to start over here. This is basically all this podcast is going to be, guys. Is just talking about the playoffs. Talking about what's coming up. Um, So we're going to jump into that 4-5 game in the NFC. The Bucks and the Eagles, man. If the Bucs didn't have this absolute atrocious game they had against the Saints this last weekend, I would say the Bucs have a very high chance of pulling off this upset. Because, I mean, Baker Mayfield was clicking. That defense was clicking. And then all of a sudden, it just all went down the chute this last weekend at home against your division rival. But then you look at the same thing with the Eagles. This was a game coming in where Jonathan Gannon come, coming back to uh, Philly well, this is a guy where everybody was like, why is this dude a head coach? Like, what, what's going on here? And this dude walked into his old stomping grounds as a team not even close to in the playoff. Like, completely out of contention. And you let Kyler Murray walk down and score a game-winning drive on you. Just cruise down the field. Like, he, it looked effortless. I was watching that game, and it was just 15 yards, 10 yards. It was just yards, chunk after chunk after chunk 15, all the way 20. Down. I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, the Eagles defense is getting cooked. I mean, you look at the Eagles the past two weeks, like, yes, the whole kick return fiasco against the Giants, but this was a Giants team where everybody going in this game was like, okay, the Eagles are going to, let's, let's hopefully we don't lose by 40. Yeah. And that game came down to the last drive, the last play. Like, as a Giants fan, not just as a Giants fan, as an NFL fan, that's incredible. This Eagles team coming into this season was, if not the Super Bowl favorite for a majority of the year until they, like, kind of—it's the same with the Chiefs. And they just kind of downward—they just—they're trending in the wrong direction, which you could say the same thing because the same thing was happening with them last year, and look what they did. They made it to the Super Bowl. But honestly, if I'm the Eagles and if the Bucks come out and I mean they absolutely steamroll the Panthers, if I'm the Eagles, I'm I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna be a little scared for that wild card matchup. Um I'm I'm talking a lot, sorry. Ryan, I'm gonna let you talk why don't you talk about that uh four versus five on the other side with the, the Texans hosting the Browns. What do you think about that one? 
You know, honestly, if you would have asked me earlier in the season if the Browns would still be a factor, I would be like, no shot. Mm-hmm. But I think C.J. Stroud has kind of come off that uh, that meteoric rise that we saw at the beginning of the season. And the way that Joe Flacco and that Browns offense is playing, I'm tough-pressed to pick against the Browns. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that you're going to Houston, but it's not like Houston is some crazy home environment that nobody can win in. Uh, so, I don't know. I really I like the, the way the Browns' defense has been playing. I like them against a rookie quarterback with no playoff experience. I like the journeyman. Joe Flacco, who's had experience in the playoffs, he's been here before. Won a Super Bowl. He is a Browns team. So I really like, I like the age and the experience and the way that the Browns are playing, riding a hot streak in versus uh, the Texans. Mm-hmm. I mean, if honestly, like all props to D'Amico Ryan's and this Texans team. I mean. Coming into this season, if you would have told me this Texans team would have been ten and seven and would theoretically win the AFC South, as we're saying, like I would have told you you're stupid. Like the same thing as you just said with the Browns. I mean, for this Browns team where after the Sean Watson injury and PJ Walker started a game and it was like, Oh, yep, this team ain't doing nothing. And they signed Joe Flacco and everybody's like, Oh, what the what the hell are you guys doing? This ain't gonna work. This dude on Thursday Night Football last week, absolutely shredded the Jets when they're supposed to be a good defensive team. Like, he he was throwing down. Something Josh Allen couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Like, David Njoku. Him and David Njoku. Amari Cooper, put in perspective, they dropped 30-something points, and Amari Cooper wasn't even freaking playing. In the week before, he had 50 fantasy points. Just to put that out for... I. Me and Ryan in separate leagues had Amari Cooper on our bench. So trust me, we know about the pain in that. Um, by the way, I think, did you win a fantasy? Did you win our fantasy league championship? I lost at the last minute, uh, like 122-120. Wow. Somebody for uh, Charlie went off. Okay. I won... I won one of our fantasy, one of my fantasy leagues, so I'm happy. I won one. Move on. <laughs> All right, but as I was saying, I mean, it's just one of those things where Kyron this... Williams went off for 30 points. Oh, yeah, and the Giants. Lost. Yeah. Um, this Browns team, man, they're scary. They they are. If they were in any other division, I personally would. They're, they're a champ. They're a they're a division champ. Um. We don't want to touch on these games too much just because we're going to turn around and talk about them again next week, whatever the matchups might be. But I think the last game we should really talk about here is that Detroit-Los uh, Angeles Rams game. I mean, it's it's a thing where this is a Rams team you don't want to meet in the playoffs. Like, yeah. they didn't play amazing against the Giants. They still won. Like, the Giants could have won very very easily. Like, they had a field goal at the end to win it. Mason Crosby, the Tankathon. Thank you very much. Keep us at five wins. Great job. How long was uh, that field goal? Fifty-two, and it looked like it maybe wouldn't even have been good from forty. So he absolutely shanked that. I mean, it was like it was basically like Brian Dable went and said, "Go miss this one for me." 
slapped him on the back. I mean, it was just it's like a, the uh, obliterate shake. It was uh, terrible. What's that prison movie? Uh, the Longest that, Yard? Know, the Longest Yard, where... Or the, I'm thinking The Replacements. Oh! Have you seen that movie? Yeah, Where he's, yeah. like, in debt to the, to the mob. Uh, and he has to, like, miss the kick. Kicks, yeah. I mean... Longest Yard was a betting betting problem, too. It's why he was in... Yeah. I was just thinking specifically... We're talking the, about uh, movies. <laughs> um, I was thinking specifically of the missing the kick for a reason. Yeah, the missing the kick, yes. Um... But, I mean, it's just funny because it's like, it's this Lions team where, all honesty, they beat the Cowboys. The refs screwed that one up. They beat the Cowboys. Yeah. And it's like, but this is a team. We talk, I say this every time we talk about it, consistency with this Detroit Lions team, man. Once again, they had, who did they play the week before? The Vikings, the clinch? Yeah. And the Vikings threw four picks and they almost lost. Vikings threw four picks, and it came down to the last drive where they got another pick. Like, how should a team that's thrown three interceptions up to that point still have a chance to win the game? Yeah. Like, in any point of it. And it's like, we say, one week they're good. One week they're bad. One week they're good. They were good against the Cowboys. This game, this week against the Vikings, doesn't really matter necessarily. Like, the Vikings... I mean, the Lions to be the two seed, they need the Commanders to beat the Cowboys. That ain't going to happen. So, no. you're the three seed. You could necessarily see Jared Goff might not be playing the second half. Some Something might happen there. You don't know. But it's one of those things where this is a Rams team nobody wants to see in the playoffs. Because this is a, a Super Bowl champion from two years ago. Yes, it's a whole different roster. But this offense, like you just said, Kyron Williams, absolutely clicking. Matt Stafford's taking this week off. Carson Wentz is getting a start, by the way. I want to put that out there. Um, Matt Stafford's clicking. Puka Nakua. Cooper Cup. I mean, it's just like... There's some weapons on that offense. It's like, okay, is this... If they weren't in the 49ers division, would they really be the sixth seed? Like, I guess well, you could say it, you could say like it for a lot of I teams. It's like uh, what I was saying about the Browns with Flacco. You've got somebody who's been there. He has done it. He's gone through the playoffs. You know, obviously doesn't have a ton of experience because he played. Yeah, I was about to say not in Detroit, but yeah. (laughs) But he's been there. I mean, Jared Goff was there, but he was there as a product of the system, not because of his play. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I, in the playoffs, I don't like picking a team that is wildly inconsistent. Because every single week is win or go home. And I think the Rams team is on the up and up. And the Lions, I mean, I've been worried ever since that uh, Thanksgiving game. Where it seemed like prior to that Thanksgiving game, you know, yeah, they had some inconsistency. but it was we, like, put them in a, we put them in the Super Bowl contender. We put well, them like, as... You know, they'd go up and down, but it was like a difference of about that week to week. Since but that Thanksgiving it's like, game, it's here yeah yeah it's the full width of my screen where you are either getting a contender or you're getting an absolute pretender Mm -hmm. and you don't know what you're gonna get the rams you know what you're gonna get a sean McVay coach team is always gonna be ready i mean the defense is i mean this is crazy to think 
They have the youngest NFL roster. Like, they are doing this. Like, I mean, they sold out for that Super Bowl win. Everybody knows that. They were terrible last year. The youngest roster in the NFL is a team we are sitting here talking about. Yes, they have some older veteran stars. But all together, outside of those guys, they have the youngest roster. This is a team we are talking about that teams don't want to see in the playoffs in their first year as this young team. Just going to keep getting better and better. That's coming just back insane next year. to me. Because it's like you could see this thing happen. Like like the 49ers money situation, they may look good now. In two to three years, they're not going to look that good. You can't pay all those guys. Brandon Ayuk ain't coming back this offseason. Again, I'm switching topics. You can't pay Brandon Ayuk wide receiver one money when you're already paying Debo Samuel wide receiver one money. That's just how that works. This is how the business works. You gotta pray. You gotta pay Brock Purdy sometime. Holy stutter bus right there. Get to that. But I mean, it's like this team is this Rams team. They're young. They're competitive, man. They battle. I'm a big Sean McVay guy, as you guys all know. I love the Rams. Well, I think it's, in the age of the NFL these days is defined so much by financials. Mm-hmm. You can have the greatest team, but you also have to have a team that you can afford to pay. And let's be honest, rookie contracts through those first three to four years are the most incentivizing because they give you the most flexibility. That's why Brock Purdy is like the greatest deal in all of NFL football because you're paying him. Yeah, you are paying him. As if he's the backup kicker, but yet he is your starting quarterback. Who's the but the Rams, like everybody, is like that contract level where you don't have, like, really, besides Stafford and Cooper Cub, you don't have a crazy contract. Aaron Donald. There. Aaron Donald. But, I mean, he may be close to retiring. So he's this year, next year, I would say. Did you hear about the thing where he sent in his retirement papers? But like Sean McVay like saw it and like called him and he's like, what do you think you're doing? Like, come on, one more, like one more. Let's run this thing back. It was funny. It was like he was on like a podcast or something like one of those like barbershop talks like LeBron's show, like one of those goofy ones. Um, But it's like this is a team, man, where. Like I like I said, you look at where they were last year and you look at their where they are now. Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams, two absolute stud weapons. Fifth round picks. Both were fifth round picks. Their tight end, their rookie tight end from Clemson, I believe. I don't know his name, but I was watching one of their games. and I don't, Fifth round pick. He was the same, same round this year as Puka Nakua. And it's like, okay, Matt Stafford. Like, we were talking about at one point this year, right? I remember on one of the podcasts talking about, is Matt Staff, is this Matt Stafford's last year in, with the Rams? Was this a one and done team where he came in, won the Super Bowl, and he's done? And you look at them, they're gonna either go nine and eight or ten and seven. Like it's still a successful season for they were were from where they were at the start of the season where we were talking about them. And they're on the complete flip side of this now. And well, they if, battled injuries early on in the season that caused mm-hmm. them to lose a couple of those games. And they will. And if they win this one, let's say they win, and I don't think the Packers beat the Cowboys. They get a nice divisional, a division rivalry in the divisional round. They'll go to San Francisco, 
And Sean McVay's been, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's had Sean McVay's number for the past couple of seasons besides in the playoffs. Sean McVay has Kyle Shanahan's number in the playoffs. Like, this is a team where you let, like, you map out what their route is. Yes, they got blown out by the Cowboys, but they physically cannot play them. Either they don't play them at all or they don't play them until the conference championship. There's no way. So this is a team where, okay, they can make a run. Like, it's the same thing with whoever whoever loses the AF, AFC East showdown Sunday Night Football. They're the sixth seed. They have to go to Kansas City, which is, yes, is a tough game. It's Arrowhead in the playoffs. It's Andy Reid. It's Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's all those guys. Like, it's that whole atmosphere. But it's like you get through them. You might have to play Baltimore. You probably will have to play Baltimore. Like, it's like, it's, I don't, I don't know where, I, I wasn't trying to go there. Yeah, sorry, I meant the Browns. Sorry, the Browns. That five seed, you get through Houston, you'll have to go to the winner of the AFC East showdown. Sorry, that's what I was trying to say. I went the wrong direction yeah. with that point. So it's like, okay, it's these five and six seed teams where they're good football teams. Like, they're in the playoffs. And they wouldn't be wildcard teams if they didn't have some insane person at the top of their division. We're talking about both these teams, and the reason why they're wildcard teams is because the team above them that won their division is the one seed in the conferences. Like, I mean, you look at right now, and it's like the Ravens are the clear favorite for the Super Bowl. I mean, these past two weeks, it's like, who the hell is going to beat these guys? Like, if Lamar is playing teams beat one seeds that are playing like that exactly like it's happened it happened to the chiefs it happened to the chiefs with the Bengals. the year the Bengals made the playoffs i mean they made the super bowl it's like going into that playoff well, the ravens like, had it happen before mm-hmm. i think yeah. the titans the titans upset them when they were the one seed yeah because um, then the titans went to the kansas city to play mm-hmm. in the conference championship and it's like the same thing that was the year that about. buffalo lost in the divisional to mm-hmm. kansas yep. city and it was like everybody going into that game, it's like, all right, Kansas City's got this one on locks. Like the whole Cincinnati magical run's gonna catch up, like sixteen sacks, like whatever. And they walked in there and won the game. This is the same thing. Like the NFL is so much like it's so much fun in the playoffs to watch because it's like you can sit here and look and like look at a team like the Steelers or the Packers that are gonna sneak in at the seven seeds and you're like whatever they're they're trash like they're not going to do anything then the other six teams left on each side it's like i could see all six of these teams winning the conference just who gets hot right at what moment it's like maybe let alone the four seeds in both sides like those are kind of in question but it's like holy shit like it's these top three seeds i'm going i'm going off like what we had with buffalo winning the top three seeds in both sides no question I could see any three of those teams on both sides winning this conference. Then let alone you add in who my wild card favorites right now, based on the way the Eagles have been playing, I don't think they're a wild card favorite personally. No, I agree with that. I I agree. I don't think the Eagles have no identity. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what they do well at because they really haven't. I mean, you look back besides the giants win, like, Buffalo should have beat them. Don't let Jalen Hurts. Kansas drive. City should have beat them. 
Kansas City should have beat them. Like, you know, if they don't hit a 62-yard field goal against Buffalo, they don't tie that game. So they really would have lost, like, eight in a row besides that Giants game. You know, if you go back, so. And this is a Giants team where they're like, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, and even the Giants were close in it. And so it's like. Should have been a P.I. in the end zone. Saquon got freaking trucked when he, the ball was even near him, but like that's... so it's like those games go the other way, mm-hmm. those three games, and we are they're not even in the playoffs. A sixty-two yard field goal, an uncalled pi, and a and, Marquez Valdez Scantling drop. For yeah, a and a wide open drop for a touchdown. Three plays, and they're not in the playoffs. And they're a. Uh, Instead of a twelve and five team, they're a nine and eight team, battling for the battling for the uh, wild card. It's like you could say that for a lot of teams. Like you could say the same thing for the Bills. Like, oh, if they called the Darren Waller PI with the Giants game, or if they beat the Broncos. Like you could say it for every team. Like, yes, we we get that point of the argument. Like I'm playing Deadpool's advocate here. But I but. think the way that you look at it with the Eagles is. The Bills and stuff, like, all of those games were earlier in the season. They have been building from that and climbing. You know, the last two weeks' wins haven't been great, but they've been winning. The Eagles have been doing the opposite. They've been slowly doing this and going down. They they won, but not very pretty. So you don't want to be the team that's going into the playoffs looking like this. Going yeah. down. You want to be one of the teams that's climbing into the playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I think we're going to cut it off there just because we want to save our topics for when next week when we actually talk about the playoffs. When we jump into full swing and all the official games, what they will be when obviously we yep. know who actually wins and loses. So, um, Real quick, Ryan, I'm going to let you talk about the merch real quick. Let's hear it. Yeah, we're going to be, uh, the Christmas stuff will be going away here. Uh, so look for some new logos, working with Brady to design some new logos for merch. Uh, we've got new items out there. Uh, the flags are a big one. I've got mine hung up here at my place. Andy's got his there. Uh, let's take a quick, let's take a quick gander. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, there, there it is. is. So, we've got that stuff. We've got uh, basketball jersey. I need to buy mine. We've got women's gear pink. now. Pink hoodie. But you can't see the embroidery, but we've got an embroidered white logo on there. Mm-hmm. I got a black so, hoodie in my room. Black hoodie with white logo. One of the new ones. We've got black. We've got green. We've got navy blue. Carolina blue. Uh, the basketball jersey, like Andy mentioned, we've got a lot of cool stuff out there. Uh, and you're going to continue to kind of keep updating that inventory with new things. So Can't wait for spring. Can't wait for spring. The golf shirts are going to be huge. Yep. Especially for Brady, Mr. Golf Guy. Gosh, I messed up my webcam by doing that. Well, and we want to, you know, if you're wearing your gear, if you've got your gear, take a picture, tag all sports focus on Instagram. Uh, we'll repost send us a that. picture. Send us the picture. We'll get that reposted. We want to uh, 
give our appreciation to those that are are repping the brand. So we really appreciate that are supporting it. us. Yeah, for sure. You got anything else on the merch wise? Any new things you're thinking of besides the golf shirts we've been hitting at about every podcast? No, I mean I think uh, at this point, if anybody out there's got any got any ideas or suggestions, I'd I'd love to hear it. We can usually make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Thank you, Merch Boy, for your annual your annual report. Uh, here we go. Um, all I got to say is I believe it's about 85, 90% confident our special guest podcast will be getting recorded this Friday. So we're very excited for that one. Excited for you guys to listen to that one. It's a great, he's, he's a great guy, great person. We're trying to keep this very low, not low key. We're trying to keep the person very low key. So you guys are a little surprised when you, we make the official story post saying, oh, our podcast with blah, blah, blah is up on Spotify. We want you guys to find out then. So we're hoping, we're hoping we get that one recorded and get that one out to you guys. Um, And as always, my boy Jones is going to be, has already made content. He is just in the process when he gets home from Florida of editing it and then getting it up on the YouTube and the TikTok pages. So really fucking looking, 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 can't talk. Looking forward to you guys getting that side of ASF as we've been hinting at. Um, we'll keep pumping out the podcast as always. Much as I love the playoffs, I also love the offseason NFL uh, episodes. And then we'll be talking about college basketball. Um, the national championship is coming up. Our college football one, unfortunately, could not get posted. Don't even get me started. Um, we'll get to that. I think we can do, uh, well, yeah. maybe as part of one of our other ones, we'll do a national championship. Yeah. Um, but then we'll obviously, as a big part of our logo, we'll be talking about the NHL as it gets closer to the playoffs. Ryan will have to bow down a little bit on that on that side of it. But uh, we'll have the NHL. We'll have some MLB, uh, off, like, final off-season stuff. St. So, Joe Baseball. St. Joe. St. Joe Baseball. D2, D2 District, uh, District, uh, what am I trying to say? You guys the host this year? Hosts. District hosts. We're hosting districts, so hoping to get a home district win this year, but we'll try and make yeah, it we'll happen. We'll send Brady out and vlog one of your games. Oh, gosh. Probably going to go 0 for 4 with 4Ks that game with all the pressure on. Um, as we've mentioned, you made me think of this, me and Jones are going to be miking up for one of our hockey games here in the next couple weeks. That's going to be amazing. You guys will get to hear our little in-game action. Probably get to hear Jones miss a wide open back door. So we'll have to bleep that part out. That's just a normal game occurrence. So yeah, we hope you guys enjoy listening to this one. Hope you guys enjoy listening to the next one's coming up. The one's getting posted. And as always, it's great to do this. Great to Get you guys this content, and we hope you guys really enjoy watching these great Week 18 games, and we'll see you in the next one. See ya. See ya.